Hello everyone, hello. Okay, so maybe you listened to my last episode on my travels in India. If you haven't, it's up on my podcast. Go check it out. Uh, This is a bonus little nugget from that episode, actually. It's a story that I have to share about a wildly outrageous airport experience when I was trying to leave India via Ahmedabad airport to fly overnight to Vietnam, Hanoi. So I'm telling this story upon my arrival in Hanoi to my friend Zaw, who will actually be featured in the next episode of this podcast. So without further ado, please enjoy this bonus episode of Finton Lives With. I was going to the airport in Ahmedabad. I was probably like four or five hours early. I gave myself a lot of time. You know, it's a hectic city. I thought I could chill in the airport. It would be a, you know, a good experience, eat dinner, whatever, relax before an overnight flight to Hanoi. Okay, I'm going, walking towards the terminal. It's chaotic as fuck. They're building like a new international terminal. So the terminal was like half built. It was just like, there were so many people standing outside of the terminal, just like waiting for people to arrive or like saying goodbye to their family members. And walking through, you have to like show your passport and your boarding pass. And they do like a very thorough check. He like looked at me and the passport like three times. I'm like, I was like, sort of like, is this necessary? Like what's going on? And then he's like laughing at me. I'm like, okay. (laughs) So I get into the terminal. That's before I even got in. Too early to check in. There's no air, via jet air uh, person there. They said, you gotta wait. Okay, fine. I get a chai, I sit, I wait. Probably like, yeah, of course. (laughs) Get caffeinated. They never have any decaf teas also. I was like, can I just have a ginger tea? No, it's only chai. Okay, so I get a chai, I sit, I wait. 30 minutes later, they are open for check-in. So I go up to the check-in counter and um, they ask me, first they ask me for my passport, of course. They ask me for my vaccination certificate. Then they ask me for my visa. And then they ask me for an egg, a flight out of uh, Vietnam, which I did not have and did not know I needed. So I start to book it. And then they're like, okay, put your bag on the weight thing. I'm like, okay. Put my bag on. Did not realize that I only paid for nine kilos. My bag ends up being like 10.2. I'm like, can I just take my laptop out? Like, it'll, it should be down to nine. Take the laptop out. It's basically nine. They're like, no, no. Actually, you have to put your, like, not just your carry-on bag, but also your personal item on the scale. And then, of course, it's over. It was like, oh, yeah, 11 or 12 kilos. So I'm like, all right, so what are my options? They're like, well, you're going to have to pay to check a bag. Like, okay, how much is it going to cost? They don't know the exact price. They're like 3,000 or 4,000 rupees. I'm like, okay, that's a big range. Great. Which is like 30 or to $45, you know, 30 something to $45. I'm like, okay, uh, can I pay with a card? Paying with a card is, has been throughout this trip a very complicated procedure. Almost, I think, total three or four places I've been able to pay with a card in India. An international card, I should specify. 
So they're like, actually, all our systems are down right now. So you, we can't do that at the moment. But just wait and we'll, we'll get that sorted. So I go over, I stand at the side. I'm like still trying to book, quickly book my flight to out of Vietnam because I think they'll, they'll check it again. They never end up checking that again, and they don't end up checking that in Vietnam, so it was a non-issue. But they're probably just routinely have to ask. Um, anyway, finally, they're like, okay, if you go over to counter 24, we can like process. They have a card machine. It should work now. So I go over there, and I give them my card, declined. Give them another card, declined. <laughs> give them another card, declined. I'm like, okay, what's, what can I do? They're like, you need to pay in cash. I'm like, okay, great. Where's the ATM? They're like, there's an ATM outside the terminal. Go out there and come back in. We'll escort you out. You can come back in with us. You don't have to go through like the security check again. Like, great. Okay. Go out. The woman who's leading me like gets a book from the staff entrance, like fills out all my details, takes my passport. The guy standing there checks it and then lets me out. Okay. I go over to the ATM out of service. <laughs> So I'm like, great, this is the one ATM here. I ask around, I'm like, is there any other ATM? They're like, no, you can walk to the domestic terminal. It's like a five minute walk away across the big road. It's over there. Go to that terminal and they'll have an ATM. Okay. Start to walk past all these like military people carrying machine guns, just like surrounding the terminal. Um, I don't know if that's like a normal thing or it's just because G20 is happening and like all these leaders are in Medabad or in the region um, but it's very intimidating anyway they, they ignore me they let me walk by I go to the domestic terminal across this huge road into the terminal I go open the door to the ATM it's a black screen <laughs> not on <laughs> so I go over to the terminal and I ask is that the only ATM in the terminal they said yes that's there's one in the international terminal I was like I just came from there that one is also out of service so the person says that I can go into the nearby village and there will be an ATM. Okay, great. So this has just become like such a fucking hassle to get my damn bag. I have to now either walk 30 minutes or get a taxi to go into the village. So I walk back. I'm like, at this point, I'm like a little frustrated. I'm like, maybe if I go back in the terminal, they'll have fixed their system and I can pay with card and with another method, like not just their broken machine or whatever that only accepts Indian cards. I go back to the staff entrance to try to just re-enter because by now the line is super long to get into the terminal, the passport check. The guy who has taken my information, like saw me like with the staff, the Vietjet staff member fill out the book recognizes me, says, no, you can't enter here. You have to go wait in line with the rest of the people. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Why did we do this whole process then? Like, where did the, the staff person go? Can I just, can you call them? They're, he's like, no, 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 go. So <clears throat> trying to not, not to lose my shit at this point. Thankfully, I still have like three hours, so it's fine. Like, okay, I'll go get a taxi into the village and get to the nearest ATM. So I go over, I look for the nearest rickshaw and ask the guy, can you take me into the village? He's like, yes, for 1,000 something rupees, which is like uh, uh, 10 times what it should cost, basically. <laughs> so I'm like, no, no, that's absolutely insane. I could, it's like a five minute drive. You can take me there for much less. And so we agree upon a price. He's like, but you have to do motorcycle. I'm like, okay, fine, motorcycle. 
And then I learned why I have to do motorcycle is because they, he must be paying off the like, um, there's like a system where you have to get a ticket to get into the airport and then you pay to exit depending on how much time you're there or something. He drives off road, like over this little like, um, dirt bump ramp that they've built, like clearly like put there to like avoid the, uh, the checkpoint for exiting the parking lot. <laughs> so we like zip around and uh, go up the road and we get into the into the little town near to the airport, which probably is just like a lot of people work in the airport, maybe like also live there. Um, and it's chaotic. There's like a wedding happening and like just like so these little streets are just completely full of people. It's it's India. It's like this has been the experience so far. But um, like, OK, India really doesn't want me to leave at this point. Like I just got to got to stay here. Keep doing this. Um, so we go. We get to the ATM. Thankfully, the first one we try works because that's been another issue where like many banks don't accept my card. Um then the driver is like, okay, I stopped for chai now. I'm like, okay, of course. Like, you're going to get something out of this. Yeah, something more. Sure, sure, fine. Go stop for chai. I'm like, at this point, I'm like, fuck it. Like, take me to get a samosa too. If you're going to stop for chai, like, I get a samosa too. It's, I'm going to get better food than in the airport. And so we do. I, I buy him a samosa as well, of course. And then we go to, then he's like, I have to also get cigarettes. So we go to another shop and he gets cigarettes. He gets his chai. It's been like 20 minutes at this point. We finally drive back to the airport. I wait in this long ass line to get back in the terminal and go up to the check-in. Pay. That's finished. I'm just like, at this point, just like, I, 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 I'm, I'm frustrated. I'm telling the guy that I'm frustrated and he's just like apologizing. I just, I, we have to just laugh because it's the most ridiculous situation. And he knows like, this is just India. This is like what you expect, you know, <laughs> like things just don't work smoothly. And that's, you know, that's what you got to expect. So fine, do that all. It's not over. Of course, like I get, um, the bag is checked in. I take my, my carry-on. I go to the um, the second security checkpoint. Well, first there's immigration. So we go through that, which takes forever. Then through a second security checkpoint. So at this point, they've checked my passport like four times, I think, boarding pass. And then after that, on the way out, there's another passport check after the security check. Like, this is so extreme. They're really, like, afraid of people sneaking out of their country or something. Um, go through that. I think there was... Oh, yeah. So then I'm in the gate. I have my... I, I get a meal. I spend my last 500 rubies on, like, a, actually a pretty nice meal. I was surprised. It was good. I have a mango lassi. Um, I'm chilling waiting I realized like I'm sitting in the wrong part of the terminal I didn't realize I was so flustered just like needed to sit down uh realized that my flight is boarding I have to like run to the other side of the small thankfully small terminal and they're like already doing last call <laughs> so this has happened to me before where I've missed a flight completely in Mexico because they don't make any announcements and I was just in the wrong part of the terminal and everybody's like oh you should have known you know but um, anyway, <laughs> I think at the gate, they checked my passport probably four times, like, and then scanned the boarding pass. And then they checked the boarding pass. Also, like each person writes on it, like 
at the entrance to the gate, at the end of the gate, when you get on the plane, like it was probably 15 times total that the passport was checked. But I'm on the plane. We're ready to go. There's a mechanical issue. Flight is delayed. I'm like, if I have to get off this plane and deal with this airport anymore, I'm going to just be completely done. I'm going to, I don't know, take a boat to to Vietnam or something. <laughs> but it's it's it goes smoothly. I get I get there. I actually have three seats myself, and it's a pretty uneventful flight. So that's my story of exiting India. Thank you very much. <laughs>